I mean, honestly, I feel like with that kind of stuff, it's mostly you got to worry about the act. If you have like professional actors, then I guess you're good. Well, that's where are we already on. What are you doing? I mean, we're on right now. Oh, I just I, <laughs> where I will absolutely I'll cut most of this out. Oh, I just. <clears throat> um. Hey, this episode's a little different. It's just me, just Max, and I'm talking to my friend Alex. We do films together. We he also was helping me with the Christmas show I did a little little done did 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 done a little bit ago. And he also is good at Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. And he taught me about it. And uh anime. That's my boat animation still that I haven't fixed. Funny how that works. There's our faces. Hope you think this is fun. It helps me with syncing the audio and all that. But if you want headphones, you can you can rock them um, or not. It's if your I preference. Rock them here, do I look like an idiot if I'm on a podcast? I don't think so. Okay. I mean, you're all you're pretty. Can you hear me pretty well? You're oh, I feel you pretty damn good. I use this guy. Go for it. All right. Um, you're dressed like a like a grip. I um, mean, aren't we like literally wearing the same thing? You just have the buttons, which good shows point. that you're the true host of the show. I think. <sighs> Should I look at the camera or should I look at you? Wherever you want. Also, it's courtesy to not talk before I introduce you, piece of shit. Oh, have we started? I'm sorry. I thought this was all getting cut. <laughs> but I did write a good intro. Tell me if I, tell me how I did. Oh, yeah. Right now, I'm planning on introing this with it mostly just being up on my face, and I'll slowly zoom out to oh. reveal you as I'm like halfway through this intro. I like that. That's the goal. Fix it in post. You edit. Yeah, I like to. Yep. If you're watching this, then you probably saw the name of the guest in the description down below. So I, it's probably not even a surprise for you. But uh, my guest, uh, he's a local film actor guy. I think his voice, he's a human cartoon. Um, we've worked on several projects, like a Christmas show and others. Uh, <laughs> he also has a podcast about Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm going to try to learn about it. It's Alexander Sprulfendel. Hello. Hi, Alex. Oh, my God. Okay, no more structure. This yeah. is annoying. Um, <laughs> we have very little structure in our podcast as well. What's your podcast called? Uh, so my podcast is called The Yonko Podcast. Uh, Y-O-N-K-O. Yonko. Yonko. Yeah, it is a Japanese word meaning four, uh, specifically the four emperors. If you're a One Piece fan, you immediately know what this is. Um, it, it features some D&D fun snippets because I have a game that I play uh, Dungeons & Dragons within the world of One Piece. Um, but the actual podcast is more talking about just One Piece in general, the latest chapters that are coming out, power scaling, that kind of fun stuff. So it's just... It's a it's a mixed bag. <laughs> okay. So the other day on our podcast, I asked... Samson likes anime a lot. Mm. And I asked him, I was like, you seem to know a lot about it. I want you to explain a series to me that you know a lot about. Okay. And then he said, I think you'd really like this. And I said, okay, what are the characters' names? And he said, I don't know. <laughs> you would just really like it. So I'm going to try asking you again. One Piece, this show. Absolutely. I don't know anything about it other sure. than it's anime. It, it is. But... Yes. Could you sell me on it? Like, do you know, like, enough, like, the characters and how it goes to, like, give me a basic rundown of the show? I do. I do. Okay. Um, do you want, like, here's the thing with One Piece. It came out initially in 1996, like, the manga. You know what manga is, right, Max? I do. Kind, so, actually, kind of. So, I know it's, it's like a, a Japanese comic. version of comic books, right? Kay. You read it backwards, back to front. Um, and it's very interesting and fun, and there's a lot of them. And uh, the best ones get adapted into anime, which is cartoons, right? The cartoon version of comics, Kay. right? In Japan. 
Um, so the original uh, manga for One Piece, and I'm not an expert, but I am a huge fan, came out in 1996. It is still being written to this day. Same writer, like very passionate, just one person. He has an office now and billions of dollars. But initially he was just a small little comic book writer in Japan just trying to break out into the crowd. A very crowded space anime and manga. And that was called One Piece? That was was called One Piece, and it has not changed. It is still One Piece. Is it like... Is it one continuous like story, or are there like one seasons? One continuous where... story. I mean, you can break it down into seasons if you like. What we like to call in the fandom as arcs. So we have, for example, the uh, Romance Dawn arc, which is the very first kind of like story of Luffy, our captain of a pirate crew, okay. as he gathers some of his shipmates in the form of Sanji, Nami, Usopp, and of course Zoro. Um, my friend <laughs> uh, Burke is going to be mad that I put him last, but that's just kind of the thing. I'm a big Sanji fan, who's the cook of the ship, uh, Sanji. and he's a big Zoro fan, who is like the forder, the forder, <laughs> the fighter slash swordsman of the ship, uh, and they're always at odds, and thus their fans are also at odds with each other. Um, to describe One Piece in a very simple way, it's basically a show about a kid that's made of rubber that's trying to become the king of the pirates, which isn't a real position, but he wants it because he was pushed on this adventure. It was a very little kid. He was inspired by a really big pirate named Shanks. Okay. And basically, he's getting together a crew to accomplish that feat. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess it's been 20... 20- one year longer than however old I am yeah, that the show has been being So written. I was also born in 96. I was 97. Okay, so, so I'm older than you. Barely. Ha! We could have been in the same high school. Maybe. I was always a year older than because I was held back in kindergarten, which I don't think is an important <laughs> thing to know. <laughs> but it is true. Say, like, what, what happened, bro? <laughs> I think I mixed up my A, B, and Cs with numbers, and I was like, A, B, 1, 2, C, D, 5, right? And they were like, we got to fix that. Well, maybe you were just a few grades ahead because we started adding letters into math. My letters were cursive. When you'd say them? And by third grade, yeah, I was very eloquent in my speech. That's sick. <laughs> Can you say a word in cursive for me? Allah. <laughs> Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, the point here, though, being that um, One Piece is probably the best shonen anime on the planet. Shonen just means action-adventure, lots of fighting, lots of fun, stuff like that. So the the two leads, I think, from one were Zoro and Sanjay? So those are essentially uh, the two most important characters that aren't the main character on the Straw Hat crew. They call themselves the Straw Hats. Luffy wears a straw hat. Very simple. For, okay, that's And uh, there's a lot of straw hats. Uh, now in the story, we have, and I'm not going to get super technical with it, but we have about 10 straw hats, and we're really close to the end. Uh, okay. The writer, Oda, has stated that we are actually in the final saga of One Piece. So maybe another six to eight years. Damn. <laughs> that is some thorough stor- storytelling. And, and let me tell you, Max, it's not enough. The oh. fandom is like, that is not enough. Are they going to have like. Uh, like spin-off shows for different things like- so one piece has movies that aren't canon and you know okay. the difference between canon and non-canon sure. right so it's just fun little stories that didn't actually happen but snippets of them can be real for the actual canon story yeah uh and it's a lot of fun but those are for like fans who just want more one piece but you know the story's not going fast enough like when the dude said shit in andor 
<laughs> yes. Right? Was it Andor? Uh, Andor's or the latest, I think, uh, uh, yeah. Star Wars project that's on Disney Plus that you can watch right now. Uh, unless you count. They're not paying two. us. You don't have to. <laughs> oh. Well, if they want to. If they do, then fucking shout out everything you know, on Disney sponsor Plus. Sponsor for six figures, right? I have every word of Newsies memorized. Hey. So I can, that's on there. Man, I, I loved the guy who did that role on the uh, on the, on the musical like the actual like pro shotted one What's Jeremy his name? Jordan God I love him I love him so much I would he, he is at the top of my not gay but I would list mm-hmm. Yep A he, lot of, funnily enough a lot of musical theater stars are it, Yeah dude I've got too. I have a Aaron Tavitz up there Oh fuck <laughs> me up dude 100% Any guy who's been Seymour in Little Shop Oh absolutely <laughs> all of them Sorry, any single one of them Seymour. um Oh, dude, do, mm. do you know uh, um, Judd Apatow? I don't. Like, personally? I don't no. think so. <laughs> do you? No. Oh, good. But you know of, do you know of Judd I do Apatow? Know Ju- okay. I do know of Judd Apatow. Comedy king. Absolutely. But his daughter, mm. Ma- Maude Apatow? Mad, M-A-U-D-E. Like Help. Maddie, but like short? Yeah. Okay. Um, she is going to be replacing Lena Hall as audrey in little shop no really in like a week or two oh wow yeah good for her are you gonna go i mean if if someone gave like if i'm being realistic Mm -hmm. probably not right but like i mean i would obviously love to i mean the funds and everything subscribers send us a gift i've got 70 so (laughs) more hey more more content for you guys if you send us places that's true (laughs) um how many do you have uh, the Yonka podcast currently has 102. Fuck, that's awesome. But Dude, we can merge them in both. I know. We'd have almost 200 subscribers. But I will say some of the last few videos that we did before we went on a brief break due to vacations. I was in Hawaii. We've talked about this off camera. Do you have any notable highlights from Hawaii? Um, Alex is engaged. I, I am engaged, yes. Okay. I have a fiance. Uh, she's the love of my life. And yeah. Uh, How is that? She's great. Um not lonely so you said love of your life yes and i'm not gonna make fun of you i know Please that don't. i give I'm off s- i'm super sappy but but i guess i know that i always seem sarcastic but mm. i'm genuinely curious when you say she's like a love of your life like was there like a thing that like clicked in you when you met it didn't you don't have to go if it was like you know right away or what but like <laughs> was there like a time in like when you guys were hanging out where like she went from like being a friend to, like oh this is like, um, like, what was that moment where you're like, gosh, she's down for the count. There's a few of them. I'm the fir- drowning and I'm helpless. <sighs> honestly, <laughs> um, honestly, I would say the very first time that happened was when I invited her to a theater show and she said yes. With My like, show. with like genuine excitement. Like any girl like that I had dated pre before that I was like, hey, do you want to go to like the theater or go to like a musical? They'd be like, yeah, I uh. guess. And she was like, oh, that sounds fun. And I was like, oh, shit. That's some enthusiasm. <laughs> I mean, theater's a big thing for me in my life. I mean, we talked about a little bit of the film stuff we've done together, and that's just a small part. But, like, if you can speak to my passions in an excited way, I'm so excited to share them with you. What show did you take her to? Uh, funnily enough, a show that's come back to the Valley, um, it's uh, a Strange Thing Happened with a Dog in the Nighttime. Oh, I'm saying that is doing it. I'm saying that name wrong. The curious, curious incident, incident of, of a dog, dog in the nighttime. Yeah. We saw it at BCT. I want to say, yeah, about five years ago now. I didn't know they did it. Yeah, or four years ago. We're coming up on my five year anniversary. That was one of our first like date like things. That was still like a friend zone thing. But I was like, whoa, I have to ask this girl out now. 
I mean, if she's pumped about the curious incident of yeah. the dog, like that's a hard to find. And had no idea what it was. Hadn't been to BCT before. Like it was just BCT being Boise Contemporary Theater. Sponsor us. Um, that's for him. I don't know why I'm saying us. I mean, why? <laughs> You're I, just as filmy as me. I am. It's true. Uh, sponsor the Honestly, maybe, <laughs> maybe more. You do a lot more like behind the camera stuff than I do too. You know, it's interesting because that was not, that didn't come to me so easily. Um, uh-huh. When... COVID wasn't a thing. I was very much stage, like only. I actually didn't do any behind the stage kind of stuff. And then when COVID became a reality, I kind of turned my interest into film, which I'd never had before. And then it was then that I was like, oh, I actually enjoy this too. And now I've been trying to keep up with both and that's hard. (laughs) I believe it, but I mean, you were what, stage director, stage manager, stage whatever of the Christmas, okay. The last stage manager. Twice, actually. And one after the other. Normally, they get really stressed, and uh, at least in the shows I've done, they get stressed and really annoying, and their stress becomes yep. your stress. Yeah. But Alex was all uh, oh, happy go lucky. What uh, we I never felt rushed with you. You know, you're not the only one to say that. Uh, Evil Dead. That was a lot of feedback I got as well, and uh, both Tristan and Chance appreciated it too. These are other people that were they part were in of the, the show. Yeah. Uh, but um, I think the reason for that is when I was uh, on the stage more than I was not, I hated that. Mm-hmm. And I always said in the back of my head, if I am in that position, I'm not going to do that to people. Fair and enough. so that's just how I flipped it. I'm just like, I'm here to take care of you. Vent to me. Bring me your problems. I'll fix them. As an actor, mm. favorite show and and or character that you played? Ooh, uh, like in my history? Yeah. Ooh. Uh, it's going to sound weird, but probably in high school, as a senior, uh, we got to self-direct Peter Pan, and I got to play Captain Hook. Fuck yeah. It was my first, funnily enough, evil role, because I'm usually typecast as like the funny, like make jokes at character. I make $10 an hour, <laughs> yeah. which is what I meant by he's a cartoon. Uh, yes. You have a cartoon voice, and it's sick. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. But um, yeah, that was the first time. And it was still like a funny guy, because obviously, you know, Captain Hook is kind of a sissy and like a, and then he's like, okay, oh, there's a crocodile, you know, so he goes back and forth. Um, that's awesome but very fun and definitely one of my favorite roles because i got to finally be evil whereas i was always like the happy-go-lucky like helper of the protagonist or something like that you know good Um, shit i got a lot of darker roles in college funnily enough what's like your darkest role oh my gosh uh i don't know if you've actually seen it but um a bright new boise uh i've not seen that so it basically is about a guy who's a father but he grew up in a cult, actually in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. This is a very local story. Is this based on a true story? Mm-hmm. This okay. is based on a true story. Although the cult more than the actual person. Um, okay. He gets a job at a Hobby Lobby uh, because his son works there, who he's never met, because his mother took him away from the cult when he was a baby. And the father, who uh, recently left the cult because the preacher of the cult got arrested for, like, killing kids and some really fucked up shit. For sure. um, That happens in North Idaho. Mm. 
CDA. Um, historically, and maybe today, I don't know. Don't fact check me on that. <laughs> but it did happen. All the prettiest places in Idaho are the most racist. Keep going. <laughs> it's really difficult. Um, anyway, he comes to this Hobby Lobby to reconnect with his son. Uh, his son has been raised in the foster system because his mom died. And so eventually he found a family. And really, uh, the only real connection he got in that family was his older brother, who was played by uh, my friend at the time, David Garrison. Wait a David Garrison? Do you know him? Is he around our age? Uh, he was three years older than me, but he started the same year at the college that I went to as me. He was a freshman. Do you know where he went to high school? Um, I went to high school with a David Garrison. Yeah. In McCall. He's married now Maybe. to Madison Hartwell. I My phone's over there. Fuck. <laughs> I, I swear I knew you may know I you knew, may uh, know him is he like kind of a goofy guy like a silly uh, uh, he goes back and forth I would say I, got, be, I gotta get I have to get yeah, to the bottom do of that. this I'll keep telling the story about yes. bright new Boise mm -hmm. um, so anyway the he, father who is uh, I play the son uh, comes to this Hobby Lobby gets this job with this kind of weird like go around way of kind of meeting and connecting and basically his whole idea is like oh yeah I'll work with him get to know him and then I'll reveal myself well he meets him and then he's like oh your father and me who's a um heavily um depressed anxiety filled panic attack like uh uh anxiety ridden teenager who's really into like death metal and emo and like his own form of art is kind of he doesn't take that great um especially because he knows about his father and his father's cult and He's really kind of against that whole thing. So my older brother, played by David, basically mm -hmm. tells him, who also works at Hobby Lobby, fun fact, and has a lot of fun shirts like, I'll eat your kids or stuff like that, because he's also an artist, basically tells my dad to, hey, get the hell out of here, leave your kid alone. He's suffered enough, and he's kind of working through that with me and his family. Well, okay. dad keeps pushing, um, and eventually, uh, funnily enough, the character's name was also Alex, so that was fun. Hmm. Um, Alex basically realizes, you know what, maybe my dad's not so bad, maybe I should give him a chance. And that was the wrong move, because they get into some very serious conversations that kind of uh, even worsen the conditions that Alex is experiencing, because his dad's trying to get too close too fast and trying to father him and tell him what's right and wrong and kind of separate him from the few people that he has. Mm -hmm. um, it has not a great ending. Um, in fact, it's incredibly vague, uh, but essentially the dad realizes that one of the kids that kind of put the guy away that led the cult, mm -hmm. um, that was actually someone that he brought to the preacher because he thought he would help him. And so he's actually run away from Coeur d'Alene um, because he didn't want to be implicated in kind of that, the downfall of that guy. And in doing so, he thought by meeting his son that he would reconnect and kind of figure all that out. So very dark, uh, and I had to do quite a bit of research on, you know, different mental health things and kind of how they don't all come out the same way, right? Mental health is very individualized. So I had to kind of create that identity for Alex as he was going through all these things. Um, and that was a very difficult role to be in. That sounds very complex. Yeah. I couldn't find David Garrison. Uh, My phone is also over there, but I yeah. will show you at some point. <laughs> yeah, and I will <laughs> agree or disagree if that's the one I knew. Uh, but he, he was a drama guy. He did a lot so. with Seven Devils. Okay. And I there, believe he is from McCall. Bro, there's, like, it's almost, yeah. it's, I'm like 90% really sure it's the same Really blue eyes. Did he ever play soccer? Does that ring a bell? Uh, he did not play soccer. He was not a sports guy. At all? Uh, no, no. Damn. 
okay, at maybe. least at, at least at C of I, he didn't. Um, okay. I know he went to a few institutions before that. Even lived in a shed for a while. That's one of his stories. <laughs> okay. Well, He's like, I wanted to go to Brown, but they didn't have housing, so I lived in like the maintenance shed, and they were okay with that. Respect. That is one of his stories. Got to grind. I really don't have a way to know if it's true or not, but. It's one of the stories I find maintenance, dude. <laughs> right. um, well, so from from B and B to why you're here, yes, D and D, D and D, Dungeons and Dragons. So from my research, oh boy, I can't wait. There's no winner or loser, at least not in the conventional way, mm-hmm. is what it says. Right. But what is an unconventional way to win in Dungeons and Dragons? Um, all of the characters that you create with your friends that go on these adventures uh, live at the end and they get to write off what happens to their characters like for example say i was playing like a monk monks like punch and kick and like throw things really well right do they talk yeah uh, what do they talk they can oh. it's up to you okay D okay. is a lot of you get to choose right Fuck yeah. if you win the game in a sense you survive and the campaign ends and you get to be like my monk goes to the monastery he trains you know hundreds of generations of new monks and he becomes a grandmaster blah 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 and it's happy go lucky good for him yay okay right so winning in an that that's you know if you survive you've won and now you get to write off your character word yeah so is like a game of Dungeons and Dragons. It's like, how do you know when the end is? Uh, largely up to your DM and the players. Okay. Um, basically, you've beaten the final boss. Uh, the DM is like feels that the campaign is complete. Other names for D and D, right? You have different campaigns, different arcs, if you will. If you okay. want to connect it to One Piece, like they beat the bad guy. You've saved the town. And that's not necessarily true for all D&D, right? You can play an evil campaign, and you've killed all the good people in the town, and now you control it. <laughs> right? There's so many different ways to play. Okay. Um, but largely, the DM determines, hey, uh, good job, everyone. I'm done with this campaign. Uh, let's meet for tacos next week and maybe talk about some new characters and a new one. Okay, so every like game is a campaign that you're going on, and does the dungeon map? That's what a DM is, right? Dungeon, yeah, okay. I, I should explain my acronym. That's so like dungeon team master, captain, I guess. Uh, basically, the ro- so the goalie. <laughs> um, Midfield. If you're playing, if you're playing a warrior, Coach. and I'm playing a rogue, right? Um, the dungeon master is everybody else. Okay, and also kind of writes the story. Gotcha. Dungeon masters have a lot to do. So does the dungeon master like? assign the campaign that everyone's going on or like they come up with the kind of what everyone has to do they write the story um and so it's like uh, say for example that you were a player and i was the dungeon master max let's say your character is uh let's go with monk since we've been talking about them your monk enters a bar obviously if i wanted you to progress the story i'd give you something to do in the bar right the bartender is mixing some drinks you notice a barmaid rushing from table to table and there's an interesting guy in a blue robe who's looking at you quizzically and he motions you over does he have abs you cannot tell he's wearing a blue robe shit are the sleeves at least off the sleeves are heavy and thick ah, all over his hands. A jawline. Uh, you can't tell. Fuck! His hood is so deep and large, you just see the bare silhouette of his face. How tall? He's sitting down. Son of a fuck! <laughs> if you'd like, you could make a perception check. 
And what's that, Alex? So to roll a perception check or to do any skill, you would roll a d20. You know what a dice is, right? Six I sides, do. you roll it, you get a number. Hey, We ranks. played ski dice in our last episode. Hey, well, this kind of dice is a little different. There's 20 sides to this one. Okay. And you roll it and a number pops up. And depending on if you are closer to 20 or closer to one, you either succeed in doing what you like or you fail in some way, shape, or form. It's like the over-under sort of thing? Sure. Let's okay. say you roll a d20 and you come up with a 17. Pretty good roll out of 20. Sure. And you're asking about a jawline. You're able to perceive through the dark sh silhouette of the veil, and you can see that he has a heavily bearded, pointed chin. Oh, that's hot. So. What would you like to do? Okay, so if I want, like, more info, I can be like, so can I roll to see if I can see him a little clearer sort Absolutely. of thing? And if it's that closer. Would be a perception check. Okay. Or okay, if you're okay. looking for something specific, an investigation check. A bulge. <laughs> <laughs> we'll roll your dice. Sick. <laughs> oh, it looks like you got a one. You have no idea. In fact, oh. you think it might be a woman now. You're unsure. Honestly, that really helps me. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially, D&D &D is just a lot of that uh, with a bunch of other people who want to do things kind of going on a pre-made adventure that your DM has created. Okay. He'll give you clues to help you along the story, or some DMs, like me. The DM that I am is usually like, here's the world. Go. Explore. Okay. Have fun. And I will create things as you come upon them. Improv can be a big part of it, actually. Okay. Say they go somewhere you're not expecting. Well, I guess you're in the swamps. What's in the swamps, Alex? Bad shit. Giant chickens that turn you to stone if they look at you. Beware. And that might be what I say to get, to get you to go somewhere else, because that sounds pretty scary. Sure. Some players would be Delicious. like, I don't care. Sounds like dinner. Yeah. And I'm like, great. Now i got to figure out what these chicken stats are <laughs> in case you want to fight them. <laughs> yeah. But they're giants, so it's like, brah, brah, brah. Well, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> That's dope. Yeah, it's a great I, time. I mean, I'm already sold. I have a lot more questions. No, but please. I am... I am <laughs> this sounds like so much fun already. It, it really is a great time. And, you know, D&D &D has become uh, really popular very recently. It, like a resurgence, if you will. Stranger Things kind of brought it up again. And uh, Critical Role is huge in that Dimension 20. These are YouTube shows. We're not sponsored, but you should definitely check them out. Um, very fun. Have you heard of The Legend of Ox Machina? No, wait. Ox Machina. It's like, an Amazon show. It's, okay, I know I haven't seen it. But or, that name, it did something yeah. in my in my brain so the second season waves. just dropped and it's basically about their very first campaign which i will tell you was 135 wait nope the first campaign 115 episodes long each episode was basically a super long podcast each episode was like four to five hours so there's over a thousand episodes of content that informed their 24 20 minute episodes in their first season Dude, that's just anime Joe Rogan. You know, in a sense, um, it's very good, uh, okay. the show. And if you're really into the show, The Legend of Vox Machina, you should check out the original uh, stream. It all started on Twitch, and then it went to YouTube. Okay. Uh, critical Role. Vox Machina. Vox Machina. Vox? Vox Machina. So Vox. it's Latin for voice box, because they're all voice oh. actors. Fuck, 
Dude, this is intricate as fuck. It is. I love it. Sorry. <laughs> no, don't apologize. I you didn't do it. I love rabbit holes. No, <laughs> that's Matt that. Mercer and his wonderful cast of voice actors did, and I love each and every one of them. In fact, you'd actually probably know most of them when you hear their voice because they voiced a lot of animated characters and and video game characters. Like that's their whole box. I mean, anime is one of those genres that I just I know I don't watch a lot of, but. Yeah. I know that more people than just me watch it. Oh, indeed. <laughs> Many more, actually. At least four or five times more than at me. At least four or five more people. And when you say at least with any number, and you say the lowest number, mm -hmm. you're always right. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be wrong. So the game, it seems like it's technically can be never-ending. Indeed, it can. There Actually, there was... I'm sorry about this. It's another Go tangent on. for you. Go off. There was recently, um, I don't want to say the video started on Facebook, but I saw it on Facebook where it was basically talking about 1DM and his group's 32-year campaign. Same group of characters, though I'm sure they've died and had new ones made and they've kept going with the party, but been going on for 32 years. They took us down into the basement where they play. Dude had entire mountain ranges of tables with little people and all sorts of like lakes and things and maps and minis. So you can get more than like just like a deck of cards. Oh or... my gosh, absolutely. You can, yeah. Basically, once you start playing Dungeons and Dragons, you gain an obsession for little tiny things that roll and show numbers. <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, if I got obsessed with that, this basement would look so much different in like three months. Indeed, it would. <laughs> Indeed, it would. <laughs> That's so dope. Okay, wait, is that the longest game you've heard of? Or? I, I don't know if it's a world record, but it might be. And that's just the ones we know about that came forward and said that. Model DMs and players are private. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, shortest game you've ever heard of? Um, <laughs> or done, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it, it's probably a TPK, which is a total party kill, which means the dungeon master set his party off to fight a dragon, and they were severely underleveled, and he murdered them all very quickly. That's a game over. Uh, that sounds, okay. Sounds so like a cheap shot. Probably <laughs> like a total party kill. Sometimes it involves just too many goblins. Okay. Goblins are tiny, don't have a lot of health, but they stack up quick, and they have benefits when there's multiple of them that really, you know, tear down players. I believe you. Mm -hmm. They're <laughs> monsters. Um, Just monsters. Can you play multiple games at a time? Absolutely. I play in four right now. Fuck you, slut. That's I awesome. Am. I am. I DM two of those, uh, Dungeon Master, and then the other two I'm just a player in. That's so dope. Do you have, like, a uniform or, like... No. They're uh, all different people. You know, They're like all a different cool groups. badge or something, or uh, like a <laughs> nothing like that. I mean, Dungeon master, I have clearance. Or. There are really cool T-shirts and things, uh, but that's just private sellers. You can get on Etsy and Redbubble. Like support your DM artists. There's a lot of them out there, and if you need some DM wares, shop local. Shop fucking local. Shop local for your pretty good Dungeons and Dragons merchants. Yeah, mer maybe coming soon. Merchandisers. <laughs> Top three characters you've played in Dungeons & Dragons. Ooh, that's a great question. Oh, man. That's a really good question because I've played many, many characters. Um, I probably have to go with uh, number three being my very first character ever. He was this incredibly annoying elven bard who basically, whenever he saw someone upset or, or sad or mad or any kind of emotion that wasn't happy, he felt the need to play the flute in their face Aww. to make them feel better because he was emotionally deprived as a, as a child so he thought that was the best he got beat up a lot elvin bar he got he got beat up a lot 
Um, but very good, very, very fun character. You know, your first is always special, right? <laughs> and it always hurts the most. <laughs> yes. Um, I will say that some of the characters that I've played haven't been like as a player, but as a DM that I've created. Okay. Um, there's one character in my One Piece uh, D&D game uh, called Atreus. Um, uh, he, he's known as like the misfit of the moon. Um, <laughs> very recently, uh, some of my players approached him to get information. They wanted to go to a different island. They wanted, you know, to, to just to, to progress the story. He was not the person to ask for that. He asked for something in exchange. He asked for their orange juice, right? So they were carrying some orange juice. He's like, give me your orange juice. I'll give you a map. We gave him orange juice. He drank it. He goes, what do you want? And they're <laughs> like, we want a map. I don't know. I don't have that. And they're like, gosh. And so they were like, well, can you give us anything? He's like, hmm, how about the rest of that orange juice? You give me that, and I'll give you something good. And they're like, okay. They give him the rest of the orange juice. He drinks it. He goes, why are you still here? Leave. Uh, so he's fun. They hate him, but he's very powerful, and they can't just do things to him. So he just stole their orange juice. <laughs> Um, and then hard to be the bard. Wait, no, that's not the bard, right? That's uh, a different person. He shoots. Elven. He shoots. Yes, my bard. I think his name. He was very elvish name. It was like Andrew Moore or something. That was that. And then we have uh, Atreus, Misfit of the Moon. He's fun. He's in my One Piece campaign. And then another one that's fun. I just actually made a character that I'm very excited for. Um, he's a mage, so he's a magical boy. Okay. He has a wand. Uh, and all of his spells have something to do with art, except his paint is mercurial in nature. So it's mercury. So when he hits people with his paint, they kind of go insane. Because hatters went insane when they use mercury in their hats. Yeah, it's not this, good for you. It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> and so he infuses his paint uh, with mercury. And so people think he's painting and it's just happy, you know, and they gives them to people and then they get really, really sick over time and then die. And he's kind of messed up in a way. Sure, uh, but he, crafty. He is. And he's recently multi-classed uh, into necromancy. So if ever he wants to revisit some of the people he sold to and they're dead, he can go, oh, come on back and follow me. Evil Dead, One Piece, Dungeon and Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> It's a pretty wild time D&D. &D. Uh, and his, his name is Damien Mistletoe. That's a dope name. It's a pretty fun name. He has a spell called Rainbow Road, which basically means he splatters all of his paint in front of him, giving him two free movement forward, or anyone who uses it. Uh, obviously, I took uh, uh, some, um, not licensing, but I took some inspiration from Mario Kart's Rainbow Road. You know, I think you'll you'll probably be fine if you keep this on the DL. <laughs> Nintendo, you can sponsor us, you know. Nintendo's a pretty good company. Dude, speaking <laughs> of art, mm. I Van Gogh'd myself so hard this morning, I like almost cut my damn ear off. There's Doing makeup what? over it right I, now. No, I see it. But it, I was just shaving. Oh. And I like, you know when you like, you feel it cut and you're just oh. like, you're a cat. Like, like, oh, oh, but no. I still got to get the rest of this. Yep. And yep. you're like, I don't want to look. But I, I know I did just it gashed a lot. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I did. Did you have like, did you put like a little bit of paper, like toilet paper there? I dabbed it with like a moist paper towel mm. and then I put Aquaphor on it. Oh, hey, that's, that's pretty mature of you. Dude, Aquaphor is my new favorite thing. Shout I've out been, Aquaphor. Shout out Aquaphor. Mm. I will do unpaid ads for you forever. <laughs> you have been a lifesaver for me for 
You can put it on any part of you. It'll make you better, dude. It's awesome. <laughs> any I'm part. I'm fixing my cunicle. My cunicles have been fucked up. I've had hangnails like a motherfucker. So oh, clip- I hate hangnails. Yeah. So like oh. recently, I've been clipping my cunicles, and then I push them back, and then I put Aquaphor on my fingernails, yeah. and then I go to sleep with ankle socks on my hands. Oh, whoa. Just that's so that, lot. just so I don't wipe the that, shit on my bed. That's a lot, Max. <laughs> I know, but like I, it's my hangnails have been a problem for like years. Max Nudson, do more. Do even more. <laughs> Be better. You know, that's pretty good. Do your nails. Nothing wrong with. It's called a manicure for a reason. Uh, yeah, manicure. Um, um, hold on. What's the other one called? Pedicure with your feet. <laughs> what you said first was what I was thinking, but that can't be right. Oh. Pedicure? That's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, what other questions? A little do you juvenile. Alex, you got any Dungeon and Dragon fun facts? Fun facts about Dungeons and Dragons. Just like a, did you know that people that play Dungeons and Dragons drive better? I don't know, something like that. Have you heard? Okay, here's a fun fact. Uh, Wizards of the Coast, which is the company behind Dungeons and Dragons, W-O-C. recently had quite the controversy in the community because they tried to put uh, and. I'm going to butcher this because I'm not a lawyer, Uh, but they tried to put a uh, licensing agreement in the new OGL, which is kind of like their document of fair use, to say if you make over $750,000 using their product, like in podcasts, like in streams, like in shows, you owe them a 25% cut of your profits before you pay yourself or the government. Mm. And that was not fun for anyone. And recently, because of all of the backlash, and there was a lot of it, um, they've just been like, you know what, we're keeping it the same, fair use, do what you want, we're not taking a cut of anything. And the fans won. One of the very few instances of a union that's not a union beating the big guy, which was Wizards of the Coast. Fun Brooklyn's fact. here, loud and clear. <laughs> very true. Um, and the Bronx! Another... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I love Newsies. Um, this is really a good show. Uh, yeah. Uh, Anyways. Another fun fact, um, the monster manual features a uh, 100% original monster that was created by Wizards of the Coast. And now that I'm talking about it, I'm forgetting the name of it. it it's a giant eye with a mouth with eye stalks that do different, like, have different effects and can turn people to stone or kill them outright or poison them and shit. Like Sauron, kind of? from mm, Like, it, not, but, like, kind of? It's on the very front of the monster manual, and it is called a... Oh, I'm going to remember later. I'm actually very disappointed in myself, but I haven't run one of these before, so it's, it's okay. That's it's fine. very scary looking, and it's very fun, and I'll remember in a bit. Honestly, if you're watching, uh, you can just Google the descriptive words you use. I'm sure yeah, it'll come Yeah, giant up. eyeball stalks, eyeballs, and mouth. There's uh, your keywords. What is it? Is it not a devourer? No. I think it's kind of fun to just give them the keywords. It's pretty fun, out. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a really cool monster. I'll think of it in like five minutes and just shout it out. Okay. What's your next question? Those um, are some fun facts. I think we're... I'm getting a little more into just you questions now. Oh, sure. But we'll see if we can make them D&D-y. <laughs> no, you can ask about me too. First of all... Oh, actually... 
Were those good D&D questions? I don't know. I thought they were pretty good. I mean, we talked about all sorts of things. We covered lots of information. Recent controversy, monsters. Uh, I learned a lot. My favorite characters, some of my campaigns, and my history with D&D. Oh, and also the largest campaign uh, long-running in history that we've 32 years. Yeah, and that was all within the set of like six, seven questions. I thought that was pretty good. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. I'm, I'm learning you, to... I give you an A-. minus. Hey, that's that's pretty good. It's always room for improvement. That's fair. I mean, honestly, as long as I got like a C or above, I'm happy. Hey, there you that's go. That's our brand. I'll is... hand you down the uh, the ninety one percent. Fuck. <laughs> Chivalry's not dead, dude. It Just is not. the queen. Uh, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that here. I did not expect I, that here. <laughs> it's anyways. No, it's hey, true. Hey, you're right. You working on anything right now? Uh, I mean, I'm always working on something. Nice. <laughs> um, well, we're both working on something in, in a sense. So we have a film coming out, uh, Finley Productions, uh, Real Men Wear Pink. That's going to be debuting, what, in March? When is the I think so. Film Festival? March. March or April, I think. Yeah, somewhere in there. So we're both working on a film. I'm, I'm uh, assistant directing that flick. You are playing a titular character. Chris. Yeah, Chris. Uh, just, I mean, I feel like you... Not to like knock your acting abilities because I'm sure you have lots of them, but you do seem to kind of find yourself in similar roles. I feel like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I mean, I like playing those roles, but I don't like that I get cast for them often because Mm -hmm. I feel like it makes it look like to everyone that I can only play roles like that. Right, typecasting's rough. Yeah, especially if you do it over a long period of time. Yeah, and I mean, it's uh, luckily we're like just in Boise, and so it's like not a huge deal. But right. That's why I'm just trying to be like better friends with directors and stuff, so I can like tell them like, hey, I, I like, can do other. I want to make people feel mm. like I like being funny, sure, yeah. but like, I want to cry. I, I feel very similar, and that's that's why I told you the story about playing more darker characters. That yeah. was so nice for me. It's cool to like do work because yeah. I don't know. It's like a lot of because like if I'm doing like comedic character, it's yeah. always like I'm just spending all my time thinking of like jokes I can say and stuff. Mm. But if you give me like a dramatic kind of role like i'm gonna be looking at more of like the intricacies of the character, and i'm gonna learn the script a lot better because i need to know you'll also try harder because you want to excel and you're gonna put more work into it as well which builds your experience because it's like i mean it's Mm -hmm. that's the thing i don't do often and i mean i'm gonna try harder with it because i'm just out of it's out of my comfort zone and but i like that absolutely which I guess is, uh, uh, what's like a, did I ask you what a dream role of yours is? A dream role? Yeah. Uh, Gabe, next to normal. Next to normal is a good one. One of the, actually my absolute favorite musical of all time. Uh, Gabe is the um, titular protagonist character who's not even really there. Um, it's kind of a whole twist. Um, but a uh, very powerful role. Aaron Tveit originated the role on Broadway. God, so good. Uh, Superboy and the Invisible Girl is one of the songs that lives That's rent free song. in my mind. Oh, and I'm alive. Oh, so that would be a dream role on Broadway, please God. Um, what was the other show he was in? Uh, Catch me if you can. That's Catch right. me if That's you right. can. The, yeah, the Leo DiCaprio one. Life in living color. Let me take you for a ride. Yeah, I love that one as well. Any role he does, I like the show. Moulin Rouge. He's Moulin currently Christian. Doing. <laughs> he came back for Christian. He did. That's so sick. Yeah. I, that's a. I only recently watched the movie. Actually, you know what's funny? Really? I listened to that Broadway cast recording before I saw the original movie with Ewan McGregor and uh, what's her Nicole name? Nicole Kidman. Yeah, she's really attractive. <sighs> Have you seen the prom? Mm-hmm. She's in that too. Yeah. Did you know that uh, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Fallon almost dated her and then they didn't? 
Really? There is this entire so you're just drunk the whole time. <laughs> there's this entire three part series on Jimmy Fallon's show where he like has Nicole Kidman on. The first one was like a genuine natural reaction of like, wait, wait, that's what that was when they were like both like not popular or stars or anything, and they were just hanging out at his apartment. And he had cheese. Like it's actually a genuinely very funny story. Oh, and then the next two times they kind of play into it a bit more, and it's like, okay, now you're making a bit of it. But the first one was genuine. Like he was blushing, she was blushing, uh-huh. and it was like they had like this like liking liking of each other when they were both like in their like early twenties when they were both like struggling in New York. That's cute. and they met each other, and like she was waiting for him. Ask him her out, and she, he never did. And she thought he wasn't interested, but he was actually super interested, but super shy. It's very, it's very fun. That clip is on YouTube. I'd highly recommend it. Nicole Kidman, Jimmy Fallon. Um, Jimmy Fallon's date. adorable. Like, yes, he is. He's a lovely. Regardless of what people say, he is so cute. Yes. He's so like, I love his energy. Ugh. I love. It's so jittery and just like ah. Like whenever you can tell when like he has a guest on who like he's a genuine fan of. Yes. Because like. He kind of go like, yeah, he just gets pumped. Do you ever wonder who the next, like, of our generation late night shows hosts are going to be? Because obviously yeah. they're a big part of it initially. But, like, when we're 50 and 60, they're going to be completely different people. Yeah, like, I mean, I've, with a lot of, like, those late night stuff, I feel like it's mostly just ex-comedians. Right. And hopefully we still have, like, really good, like, prolific, well-spoken, sharp comedians Would it throw you if, like, tiktokers now are going to be like the show hosts of like i mean later. if they can do the job david dobrik always wanted to be like look if he's good at it sure i <laughs> I'm, I'm not the person who's like oh he's fucking tiktok star like <laughs> look if a tiktok star does well in a movie that they got cast on because of tiktok fucking all power to him yeah congrats absolutely. that's I mean, that's almost what we're going after in a tiny sense we're doing the fucking cast me in a movie from this <laughs> i don't give a shit like, <laughs> uh, if, if you're looking for a super tall lanky ginger there is your guy I'm about as lanky as the get. <laughs> oh, off topic, but also on topic. Mm. Previous Finley, I'm gonna uh, fin- Elizabeth Finley mm-hmm. is the fucking textbook definition of a homie. Oh, she is sure. the the girl who in every film she's always helping everyone with everything. She's always down to help out. And so, if any local Boise people, if Finley, if Elizabeth Finley emails you or messages you or something, you fucking help her out. You absolutely say yes. Get on her film. She's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She deserves it. Absolutely agree with that. She's pretty fucking good. Yeah. Branded. <laughs> Goated. She's aggressively pretty good. Yes. <laughs> you, should uh, have, you should have her on. I know. I should. Yeah. Yeah. She's too busy though. She's so fucking busy. She's a very busy person. If she's not filming, she's like filming for like some other giant institution all over Mm -hmm. the board or doing radio. Like I I see all her posts. She's very good at documenting her own life. She hustles. Yeah. If I was to have someone do my biography right now, it'd be her. Oh, if she like paid a little, like the amount of attention she like can, or just the way she tells her life story. If she just did a Mm -hmm. little bit of that to me. Oh my God. I got a book, dude. Yeah, dude. Full book. Hey, do you get road rage? Is this the time for the sponsor? Wait, what? No, just do you get road rage? Do I get road rage? Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Um, though mine's really internal. Mm. I won't shout in You're my just... car, but in my head, I am shouting. But I'm just like, I'll. I'll <laughs> this is what I actually will do. I'll just turn up the music really fucking loud. <laughs> like max volume just for a little bit just to like get it out and yeah. then i'll just i'll go back down when everything's better what's like something somebody would do driving that would like get you to crank your stereo up i do not like anyone 
at all. Feel that. Who like <laughs> who opens their window for any reason on a highway or like roadway at all. Just your <laughs> Keep your window up. No one cares. Even if you're in the right, don't do not Wait, put your hand out the car. Oh, that box. I, anything okay. that's like, like them like popping out of their window. Any like hand sign. Any kind of like, like anything that has to do with actual like person to person contact oh. out a window. I hate. I hate. I bang the mic. I'm sorry. Okay. I hate so much. Dude, that is a <laughs> new one. I, I do not like anyone like, look, you have a horn, use that, great. You know, you can flip me off in your car, fine. I'll look at my rear view, I'll look ahead, I won't care, right? Perfectly fine. If you're gonna literally come out your window, like you care way too much about oh this. Oh my goodness. Like unless you're following home, get back in the fucking car. <laughs> Fair and enough. Who actually step out of the car, they're oh. psychopaths oh, they, no but they are really if you like, step out of your car in the middle of traffic for any reason do you do, do something loose yeah right there's nothing you're gonna do in this moment that's gonna make your life better no like, yeah no gonna one's go gonna to, be like he's right you're gonna go to jail worst case like least case nothing's gonna happen and you just got out of your car and made people wait behind you like what yeah. are you doing <laughs> that that's a, that's fucking great i was expecting like i hope people don't use their blinker because no. that'll do it for me no but like okay no that's no use your blinker obviously but like what actually gets me like fume that interesting that. especially when it's not i'm not even involved i'm just like i uh, like from in my car in my i'm not going out of my car to do this i'm just like yeah yeah. Look to like the car next to you and you're like, this fucking guy. The other thing is people who just write so much crap on their car because they have like political like statements and they just want to like, like literally I saw a guy who literally had paragraphs of words just wrapped around his car. It's just dangerous. Literally, it was me and another girl in a car and then this dude in front, right? With all this like political, like you can believe what you want. It's fine. But like to wrap your car in it just to like piss people off. I just looked at the girl like in the other car that I was next to and I was just like, and she was like, I'm just like. <laughs> And we just had this moment of human connection. It was kind of cool. We were just like, gosh. Let's go Brandon, I guess. <laughs> like, who spends that much time? Dude, it's the fucking arrogance to think I should put my opinion on my car. <laughs> People are going to care so much. And they're going to be mad. And I'm going to I'm gonna lick up their tear. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> That's what they feel like. You're going to season my steak with your fucking... <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's just, it's, just, it's just kind of the political like realm we live in right now. But it's like chill i do <laughs> i loved that that was beautiful it's so well said such a strange question but i i, I guess really... so we talk about road rage a lot oh, and do I, you actually i get i get road rage i oh. will yell out i mean in my car but like i'll turn Thank my music down you, so hey, i can hear myself if you're in the car that's great that's oh yeah good. i'm not gonna actually i've driven past people and stuck my hand out and flipped them off i've okay. done that all right i've not gotten as out long of the as car. you're getting out of the situation that's that's like different sure i don't want to stick around I want to let someone know I didn't like what you did, yep. and then I want to leave. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, also, what what background should we have? <laughs> what background? This? Yeah, uh, what do you want behind us? Can we be, like, flying through the sky? Sure. Can we, yeah, can we just, like... I have a, I have a lot of pictures of, like, Milky Way stuff. I could kind of... Wait, can we be on the moon? We can, uh, I can, yeah, probably. So, in One Piece right now, moon's, like, a huge topic. So, mm -hmm. like, if we could be on the moon, that'd be cool. Moon, like, one piece. 
One Piece, the world of One Piece actually has five moons. Oh, word. So pick whatever one you want. But okay. like the normal, there's literally, this, I'm going to try to get you into One Piece right now. There is a guy who looks like Eminem, right? The rapper. Not doing a good job. No, hold on, man. hold on. <laughs> there is a guy who looks like Eminem because the author based him off of Eminem legitimately, who is essentially a lightning god who lives in the sky. And he, like, murders everybody that, like, doesn't think that he's God, right? Verbally? Like, no, real like, with lightning bolts because oh. he shoots lightning. Like, he's made of lightning. The dude's Spit insane. Five. He tries to do this to our protagonist, Luffy. But remember what I said about Luffy? I think. He's made of rubber. He's made of rubber. I remember. So nothing works on him. And the dude has one of the best faces after he does, like, his ultimate attack on Luffy. His mouth is so low. His eyes are popping out so much. And this guy, who was, like, serene and cool and, like, a literal god, is now looking like this crybaby. And Luffy just beats the living crap out of him over the course of, like, 10 episodes. And this all happens in the sky. At the very end, and this is a spoiler. Do you mind? Go for it. This is a spoiler, if you mind. Spoiler alert. Skip 20 His seconds. name is Enel, right? After Luffy beats him, he takes a giant floating, basically, arc called the Arc Maxim to the moon. And he, piece, he pieces off. That's dope. Mm-hmm. He calls it the Fairy Verth. He calls fairy the moon Verth? the Fairy The Fairy Verth. And like he goes very first. The very first. <laughs> yep. And, and he, just, he just, that's his, like, he doesn't get, like, truly defeated. He just goes off. And now all of the fandom is waiting for him to return. <laughs> That's so dope, dude. <laughs> and this is just one of the antagonists. I got stories for that for all of them. It's wild. We're going to have to do a three or four part <laughs> One Piece series or something. Please yeah. do. Please invite me back. Like, I want to talk absolutely. about One Piece. I, you know what you should do? You should watch up through Arlon Park. You'll understand what that means if you ever watch it. Okay. And then you should have me back on and we can talk about One Piece exclusively. Okay. And then also... If I do yours, give me like a, like four or five episodes of something to watch. Yeah. And then I'll well, come with that knowledge. It would have to be an extra video. We'd sometimes mm-hmm. do extra videos in between actual chapters because most of the time what we're reacting to and reviewing is the latest chapter of One Piece, which Fair. the last chapter was 1073, like 1073. Uh, I could just watch the last one and try to. <laughs> no, because the anime is not cut up to the manga. The manga is in the next arc. We're still in the last arc in the anime. Oh. So there's like probably 200 chapters in between where the anime is over here and where the current uh, manga is. Interesting. Mm-hmm. He has a whole studio dedicated to it, and they're they're far behind. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, then I guess just tell me what to read or watch, and I'll do that. Legitimately, then... I'll tell you where you need to get to, and if you're enjoying it, you can watch more, obviously. I think you will enjoy it. Okay. Uh, and then we can we can chat. <laughs> Groovy. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm always down to get more people into One Piece. Fuck yeah. Um, I think I have just a couple more off the top. They're off just weird questions. Road and I think questions? We're... Oh, shit. We're almost an hour. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, you don't have to like answer these in depth because we're kind of wrapping up. Yeah, for but, sure. Uh, they're just. So, why do you think a cheeseburger tastes better when it's been wrapped in tin foil? Ooh, hot, I'm right, right? Hot take. I don't think that's true. Why? I had the absolute best cheeseburger just the other day at Red Robin. They do amazing jobs with their monster burgers, and it was not wrapped in tin foil. It was wrapped in that like uh, paper. Box paper. Oh. And it was fucking amazing. 
Okay. And I've never, and I could not say that I had the same experience with a tinfoil wrapped burger. I guess just a wrapped burger. Why Have you noticed, it? like, when you go to somewhere and yeah. they give it to you, like, wrapped in, and it's just flattened and it's greasy? You know why I think that, you know why I think this isn't just a wrapped version of that? Because I will agree with you there. If it's wrapped, there's something a little more scrumptious about it. It marinates. You know, you can really... <laughs> you can really squeeze the backside of that burger and it's not going to go fucking anywhere and you know it's just all eventually going to make it into your mouth and you're not worried about anything like you have freedom mm -hmm. to just press down and bite as hard as you want and you know it's all going to be there oh yeah you do so, so i think that's dude that's, that's definitely why like just knowing you can just tacos are disappointing because you bite one side and it tacos splats out the other side I think hard shell tacos are overrated. That's a, the, it's a, just a mess. It's just, they always just one bite in that's God's taco salad. If you were to give me salsa and chips versus tacos, I would take the salsa and chips every time. It's, it's almost just the same. So much, no, no, so much easier to eat. Such a better experience. Yeah. And it's, but it's like the same shit, yeah. basically. Salsa's some peppers and yeah. onions and, mm -hmm. and then you the think, shell. You would think the meat would be the allure to the taco, but the experience of eating chips and salsa, a little bit better i'd say it's the same yeah it's i mean they're neither of them i think they're both like two sides of the same coin and it's just nah hard shell tacos are just like it just cracks and then it's everywhere and it's like ah this is a big experience isn't as good yeah where it's like chips and dip it's smaller you can fill up on tacos and on mm -hmm. chips but i feel like the chips you're gonna feel like you put down a lot more food mm. i saw a tiktok the other day where yeah. the guy was eating soft shell taco right and like an as adult. he and as he bit into it, it fell out into a device that put it into the next taco. Is it that dude that makes like 3D prints like I think just so. useless? I think it's not useless. Very <laughs> fucking innovative. Useless in some people's minds, but in, in, in my mind, very innovative. Here, I'd say devices. useful, but like you don't need How it. How often but are you eating tacos that you need this thing? Like right? a table where like each one is like a puzzle piece right. and you can like you put go up. like a... <laughs> Like, that's dope. I love that. Yeah. I like useless inventions that are fun like that. Yeah. They um, make life worth living. Hey, what's a thing you've always wanted to learn? If, like, money's no option, you can go to this thing and you'll learn a backflip on a motorcycle or something. Oh. Hmm. Or something I've always wanted to learn? Shark taming. I don't know. So many things come to mind. Yeah. I think, you know what? Mm, hypnosis would actually be kind of cool. Oh. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hypnosis would be actually pretty sick. Because you... you know like how some people are like, you know, you're coming out of like Albertsons, right? And someone's like, flips out a knife and is like, give me your money. You could be like, no. And then they're just like sleeping and then you just don't come back and I guess they never wake up because you're supposed to wake them up with hypnosis, right? It's like, that's oh. what you get. Right? Right. That's what you get. So I just feel like it has lots of uses. It's like, hey, we can only do, you know, like a 50% discount on this item since you're returning it. Uh, you can do 100. I can do a Boom. Like, it just has so many uses. I feel like hypnosis would be pretty great. It also, like, gets you into some really cool places. Like, say, like, you know when you go to the airport and you're traveling and there's, uh, like, those really freaking nice, like, lounges? It's like, you're not a Delta like member. Delta I Sky am lounge. a Delta member. Yes, you are, sir. Enjoy the orange juice and hors d'oeuvres. I, I'd, like, I'd probably go like to do it well to master it hypnosis 100 okay well here's the thing mm. i know that that's like an opinion based question but i think you got the right answer mm. i think that you, that's the yeah i think so too if you can hypnotize you can do anything and this is this is this is where it's game breaking and a little bit meta i can now learn any other skill from experts by hypnotizing them into DNA. yeah for free yep 
You pay for one hypnotic hypnosis yep. class, and you could go right here and hypnotize thirty people by yep. next week. Make them go put more people on the subscribe button. Get yeah. us more, su- you know, literally. Get us to forty-five. Yeah, I thought you had seventy-three. Oh, I, well, yeah, we do. We have like seventy-eight subscribers, okay. I think. But I mean, like views. Each of them takes someone's phone, subscribes on those phones, just starts That'd to build. That's true. I think we we have like. Almost 80 subscribers, and we average like 20 to 30 views could, of the thing. You could actually, honestly, For now. you could actually say this is what Mr. Beast does with his channel. Hypnotize? Legitimately. Like, the man grew so fast. What did he do in one of his like most original videos? He just counted to like 100,000. That is hypnotizing, And isn't now it? look at him. Like, I'm going to count to 10, and you're going <laughs> to He counted 100,000, and now he has millions of views. Like... It's crazy. I've, have you listened to that guy like talk about just the work he's done with YouTube? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's insane. Like, yeah. I remember like he was talking about like him and like his buddies put like a couple hundred hours into just figuring out how to make like a good thumbnail yes. for a picture. Yes. Because like even like the if you use this shade of blue, well, you get this many <laughs> more people versus this shit, and it's so fucking intricate. It's super intricate. And super interesting. Yeah. Well, have you heard him talk about why he goes on podcasts now? Mm -mm. Because apparently that's just free content that then people that he can then cut for like the best things he says. And then that's all these shorts he gets to put out. And each of those gets millions and hundreds of millions of views. He's like, it's free content. I don't even produce. I just take the clips of it and put it on my channels. And it's like, because it was me. They can't like claim it. So boom. That's and you know what else he's doing? He's what? turning all of his videos into different languages and just creating channels based on... That right? was the big like thing I watched about him. And yeah, it's the same video. He can monetize it five different ways. And Way more than five. You know how many languages there are? Okay, Samson. It's insane. <laughs> it's insane. No, yeah. It's badass. And like just the work he's put into YouTube, like every little detail that like it to get those couple more views for something. Yeah. There's so many things. And he's younger than both of us? Question mark? I think so. I can yeah. figure that out. I, I feel mean. like he's like 20. Jamie, pull that up. I feel like he's genuinely 24. I could see between. I feel like he can drink. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I feel like he needs a parent to rent a car still. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For all the cars he gives away, he himself cannot rent a car by himself. That's actually pretty funny. You could just buy her. If he's under 25. He's 24. Oh, my gosh. See, there you can't even. 98, dude. (laughs) That's insane. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, Mr. Beast is wild. Total enigma, but like I won the hypnosis question or like the skill question. You absolutely did. Man won YouTube. Yeah, he hypnotized all of us. Mm -hmm. Um, Well, fuck, dude. This is the longest thing we've done in a while. Hey. You got anything to like plug yeah go check out the yonko podcast especially if you're a one piece fan uh maybe we'll get max on there for an extra video to talk about Something. what he's seen it's yeah. a great one it's a fun one uh support elizabeth finley if you're local uh and if you're international or national check her out you might want to support project. her yeah she she's jumps. a homie she will fly literally many places <laughs> to do like camera work for you so definitely you check work, her out she'll she's down yeah um i don't want to speak for her but that no guy, very it's, true it sure seems like it yep support the family film fe- uh, competition right uh that's coming up in march real men wear pink real men wear pink check out our short it's gonna be it's not short to make but it's 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 a cool short yeah it's an interesting premise for sure yeah. and, you know it's actually kind of funny uh that it's called real men were pink and our lead actor has pink right now that's actually quite funny 
Real men have pink. <laughs> well, I, I mean, in this progressive world, I mean, <laughs> in this progressive world, real men do get pink eye because <laughs> he eat ass. But hey, appreciate the fact that you know we didn't have to do that tonight because of that, so we got to do this. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, how That's do you spell like? your podcast again? Uh, the Yonko Podcast. So the. Uh, Yonko, Y-O-N-K-O. Okay. And podcast. I'm. You've seen enough of them that I'm pretty sure you know how to do that one too. Fuck yeah, dude. It used to be the Boise Bros official, but we changed it. Felt like it was too specific to a market. I feel that one Just piece Bros of, is kind of a turnoff for some. I think. Uh, yes, as well. And we're we don't really do much of like bro stuff on the channel you're not like shotgun and keystones no and like, we really don't we, we no just your die episodes <laughs> we talk about doing a drunk episode but we haven't yet so. fair enough well alex that's so fun hey. i'm so glad you came alex is a pretty good guy i don't like the structure part of podcast i and like that's just totally the talking. fair that's fair but here's the wrap up part hey Alex is a pretty good guy. Like wrapping your burgers. Like wrapping your burgers. That's a callback. We're the burger that's being wrapped right now. Dude, hey. we're the Red Robin monster burger oh, being wrapped right now. Just covered in campfire sauce. Campfire mayo. <laughs> God, it's so good. Check out Red Robin. Plug Dude, Red Robin. Check out Red Robin. Shout, shout out, out shout Red out Robin. Robin. Yep. <laughs> Red Robin. Yum. Um, bye. Do you want to end this on like... Should we end this on a high note? Sure. Wait, what song has a high note that oh, we should do? Oh, I thought you were we just could... going to do a high note. Oh, we could. Okay, uh, what song has a high note? Santa Fe? Sure. I got Santa nothing Santa if I ain't got Santa Fe. <laughs> that was fun. See ya. It sounded great in here. That was fun. Bye.